Hi, this is Eva. This is Nisi. We're two friends. Best friends. Best friends who've known each other for over 20 years. And growing up, we were inseparable. But now we're living on two different coasts. So we decided to start a podcast to discuss what's going on in our lives and this crazy world. We want you to come catch up with us as we catch up with each other. Because we want to know, do y'all see this? Welcome to the Do Y'all See This Podcast. This is Eva. And this is Nisi. So this week, guys, we have a few announcements for you before we get into the episode. This will be our last regular show of season one of Do Y'all See This? Now, don't worry. We still have our last spoilerful, insecure review coming for the finale. And we will be returning for season two, February 20th, 2022. All right. So now we have that business out of the way. Let's get into this week's episode. Yes. So we want to start with Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. This episode is all about the holiday. Yes. (laughs) All right, Nisi, what do you want for Christmas? What do I want? Like, first off, I just want to acknowledge the fact that you haven't retired me yet. Like, (laughs) you don't love me. And I knew it. Like, why haven't you sent me $40 million? Like, how am I still out here working hard every day, Ev? What kind of friendship is this? I'm just saying all I want for Christmas is to be made a kept woman by the millions (laughs) and millions that Nisi will win. That's all I want. I'm just trying to be Gail, baby. I'm just trying to be Gail. Like, I don't need to be Oprah. I'm just trying to be Gail. All right, guys. So this week, to finish off the year, we are talking Christmas lists and traditions. So to start off, what would you put on your Christmas list if you had an unlimited budget, Ev? Oh, I love an unlimited budget. First and foremost, and I've been thinking about this, like I can see it in my mind, the house with the secret library room. Y'all know. (laughs) Perfect little seating area, like two of them really big, overstuffed love seats. Great lighting, because you know your girl is half blind. (laughs) (laughs) And an unlimited snack budget to stock my secret library room. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, mine would be, my first one would be to stay on vacation. Like I literally, I literally want to chase the sun around the globe. Like I just want to lay on every beach, get in all the water, just have a great time. Not the dirty water, but you know, I just want, I don't even want to really be in the salt water that much, but I want to chase the sun, have a full vacation, have unlimited drinks wherever we go. Uh, be able to get on planes without having to deal with people. So I guess I'd have to uh, fly private. <laughs> get that <laughs> life. <laughs> right? Yeah, that that definitely would be like at the top, top of my list. All right. So next thing, I don't usually admit this. I am a little bit of a clothes horse. I personally would love one of those spinning closets with the visual database so I can pick oh. out my daily wear because I love organization, but I'm just saying the futuristic style is what I'm looking for. We're going unlimited. Now, see, I like organization. I just don't like to be the one to organize it. (laughs) (laughs) You want someone else to set up the database? Yes. You know what? That should be at the top of our list. Someone else come and organize me. And then I just walk in and be like, oh, look at how grand this is. (laughs) Now, if I did have to work, I I would still want a 
full gussied up food truck like with everything the fryer refrigeration flat top like all the seating space all the stuff like all the top line stuff like that would just be perfect and then like to have all the time to just like make up whatever menu i wanted every week i just i don't know it's something about a rotating menu in my mind it's like okay i could just decide i want to change this and just change it and it's like going out like (sighs) the life the life yes all right, so my last thing, I hate getting my car fixed. I hate mm-hmm. it, hate it, hate it. I should be making an appointment today for my old girl. She just, mm. she's something. Um, so the last thing, unlimited budget, my own mechanic on call. Be like, ring, ring, hey, my car making a funny noise. Go ahead and come <laughs> over here and handle that. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right. Now, what's funny enough is that we really started off with this uh, list saying yes. that it was an unlimited budget, and we have really come back down to earth. <laughs> We started off with like, let's get the crazy. So my last one actually is, y'all know I'm actually a truly a homebody. So I would love a comfort home, like with enough rooms and space that I don't even know anyone else is there. Especially have a pool. Gotta have the pool. But Mm. I've been seeing lately like places, people's homes have um, those theater seating. Oh, yes. And they'd be having like the... Well, it doesn't have to be in a pool area. It can be like in the basement or anything. I mean, I'm not going to ask for too much, but (laughs) (laughs) I would love that. Like, it's like a whole bunch of chair and a half, like the ones where you can just like lay back. I love that. And then it's like in their house and then they actually have the real movies. So they have like a projector Uh, system. That would just be perfect. I wouldn't even have to leave the house to get a good movie. All right, so the last one, it's not an unlimited wish, but I do wish we could watch Jingle Jangle together. I know. It really is going to become one of my movie traditions. Um, I just, it's just something about the movie, the way that they capture us um, as Black people, like the lighting, the way they showcase our talents, the way it actually is a good story. Um, I just feel like, it should always be at the top of the list for traditional movies now. It, it has yes. to be for a holiday movie watching. Now, Ev, what other movies do you normally watch around Christmas time? All right, so you're not going to love this one, but Krampus. Uh, uh, <laughs> so 2015's Krampus. Um, mm-hmm. So basically this boy has like a bad Christmas and he accidentally summons a demon to his family home, right? Um, look, we are allowed to hate awful. We're allowed to love. Oops, sorry. See, got See? a little fruity in on there. <laughs> um, we are allowed to love awful stuff. I love this movie. You love peanut butter cups. I love Krampus for Christmas. <laughs> you tripping. You tripping. <laughs> peanut butter cups is bomb. You tripping. You tripping. So in the movie, this kid is basically a brat. He basically kills his entire family because they're not catering to his feelings. Um, it's bloody and funny, and it has Tony Collette and Adam Scott in it. I love it <laughs> i like tony collette um she was yes. in some show where she has like multiple personalities i can't remember oh, what I it was oh, but um tracy or something like that. i think it's something like that but um yeah i, I like her as an actress mm-hmm. so i'm gonna start mine off with a problematic movie that for some reason i cannot not watch white <laughs> christmas it was released in 1954. It does have a 77% um, in Rotten Tomatoes. And it has a 7.6 rating on IMBD. It is not one black face in this movie, except 
when the whole um, cast is on a train and they're just making them drinks. Like you see the black face for one moment and then for the rest of the time, you just see their black hands making the drinks. It's literally like eh, cringy. But I love a good musical and this gives me that. So uh, there's like this one act about sisters and every time I feel like I can always like get into it. I know I don't have a sister, but I just find like what they're saying in it is like cute and funny. And it's just, it's, it's a good, it's, I, I'm truly entertained every time. I'm just, I just am. It's a problematic movie and I am. Get over it. <laughs> Since we are talking about the least diverse Christmas films we love, I got to mm-hmm. put love actually on this list. Hmm. Okay. I love this movie. I still use just in cases, like just in like when I speak all the time. Mm-hmm. I, love it i love the the you know the storylines coming together um it fails every bechdel test like the women, <laughs> every single one <laughs> um the women are literally there just to advance the male storylines i should hate this film it is so i should not love this film i love it but i watch it every year i root for the kid i root for um for freaking walking dead dude for andrew lincoln i root for all the people you're supposed to root for and that's all. I love this film. But it is one of those where it's like, oh. Right? <laughs> so my next movie is Elf. 2003 was released and it got a 85% uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. And it got a 7 out of 10 on IMBD. Now, the funny thing about this is we never really search this one out. We just always happen upon it and then just stay. Um, it's really become more of a roasting session at this point where we just laugh at the absurdity of the characters and their reactions, um, more than just watch the movie. Like, it's like, do you remember this? Do you see this? And we'll like, um, reference how some of the characters are from other movies and like how they would never react if they were in this other (laughs) show or anything like that. So it's just like something to watch and just be like, this is absurd. This is crazy. This would never happen. And then, you know, it does have a little musical element. So, you know, that cuts straight to my heart. I'm not gonna lie. I've seen this movie once and I have never watched again. And it mm-hmm. drives, I, like, I don't understand. I don't understand how people love this film so much. Like they love Elf. People it's love wild. Elf. <laughs> if you watch it as a comedy, it is, yeah. it is, it's really good. It's really, okay. really I good. I have to come at it with a different, because when I first saw it, I was like, people would, no, this is too much. But okay. It is. It life. is. <laughs> it is so much. It is. It is too much. It is. <laughs> All right. So I'm putting a new one as my last one, because I just watched it like last week and okay. it was really cute. I really liked it. Um, it's called Love Heart with uh, Nina Dobrov, Darren Barnett, Jimmy O. Yang, Harry Shim Jr., it has a 54% Rotten Tomatoes score, hmm. but a 92% audience score. Movie critics are the worst, and they don't know what they're talking about. Let's just start <laughs> with there. Um, right, I agree. I, I found it very cute. Like, basically, so um, there's an L.A. writer who has kind of made her her name in journalism by writing about all these bad dates she has. Like, that's mm-hmm. literally her thing. And so, finally, she gets she swipes right on this dude, and she's like, he's perfect. They talk. It's such a cute meet cute. You're like, oh, you're rooting for them. So for week, four weeks, she's like, this is the perfect dude. I have nothing to write about because now I have like a good date experience. Mm-hmm. So he says some throwaway line to her once in a text message. It's like, hey, I wish you could come here for Christmas. This heifer flies 3,000 miles 
without letting him know she's coming. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I'm so surprised. I just got catfished. <laughs> really? Yes. So Jimmy Yang hmm. plays, and I'm, I don't have character names because I watched it once. You're fine. That's fine. But, That's fine. Um, he plays the dude who catfished her, who she's basically fallen in love with via text message, mm-hmm. and, but has been posting as his old high school friend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay i i do understand why she's mad she's mad she's been deceived she's shown up but also you didn't tell nobody you were coming like i'm pretty sure if you had said hey i want to show up in lake placid for christmas he would have been like no 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 hon don't do that (laughs) (laughs) but it ends up being very cute but it is one of those things where i'm like you can't be mad you did this to yourself Mm mm-hmm and I just don't now my question to you is is this movie like set in current days? Yes, it's very very okay. current. It's like okay. 2021. Okay, so with that I have to still always go for this caveat in these tender stories and these catfishing stories of how in the year of our great lord 2021 are we allowing people to say to us, oh, my camera isn't working. My Wi-Fi yes. isn't right. Um, <laughs> like, come on. Come like, on. Like, we haven't watched years of Catfish? Yes. I just don't get it. Like, as soon as you say that, I will be like, you know what? Thanks for this. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's too many places. You can go to a 7-Eleven or Walmart. You can go to the library. You can go anywhere. You can literally go to the Apple store and call someone and FaceTime them on their phones that are in the store. <laughs> like, miss me with the missed opportunity. Stop. So, <laughs> moving on to the five heartbeats, which is my one of my top favorite movies of all time. Um, I don't just watch it during the holidays. I watch it all year round. I just love it. Um, it was released in 1991. It has gotten a 39% rotten on, on the Rotten Tomatoes. I'm just going to say whatever can't is that that's racism. That is jacked up. How in the world? It's, for me, it's a very classic movie. So I can't believe that it got a 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, as ever said, critics... Garbage. Garbage. They don't. That's one of the best movies. It is. And it's every year is the like it's nothing to like you can't you can't take anything from it. It's good all around the story, the music, all of that. It also got a 7.6 on IMBD. So at least somebody has a little common sense somewhere. Uh Now this is another musical, guys. It's centered around the plight of blacks just trying to live and make it in the music biz. Um, but you know, as life goes, um, they try to do as they try to do it as well as they can. This movie does have Leon in it, Robert Townsend. Um, this is the first place I saw Lawrence Daddy Dresser, <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Diane Carroll. Um, you know what's always funny about Diane Carroll? I her name the way she spells it is crazy. D i a h a n n. I was always like, what? I mean, it does say, I mean, that's Diane, but I was like, mm, I, maybe she changed it just to, you know, stand apart. But either way, it's some, this is a movie about just some good, good black acting and good singing. 
So y'all, we have reached our and your favorite part of the show, which is the DYSTM of the week, which is our Do Y'all See This Moment of the Week. So when we get back, we will be going into some Christmas traditions. Did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? Did you see that? Did y'all see that? Did you see that? All right, we are back. So this week we wanted to talk about some of the traditions of our listeners' home countries, and then maybe we'll get into ours. Maybe. So we've been really lucky that the um, we've got listeners from France, Germany, and Australia. So thank mm-hmm. you, France, Germany, and Australia. Thank we you. Listening. Um, so in France, the uh, tradition that we wanted to highlight is called the Tres Desert de Provence. So it's basically in Provence. I know it's very fancy. Um, the holiday season brings this traditional spread referred to as the 13 desserts. Um, so it dates back to the Middle Ages, and it's observed after the big christmas meal so it's like the Mm -hmm. one that you have after the big christmas meal a large table has 13 really nice desserts which is supposed to represent jesus and his 12 disciples okay Um, yeah i thought i was like oh and it's a combination go ahead so is there a dessert in there that's gonna be traitorous to you oh look i'm about to list one and i can tell which one i think is the betrayer but (laughs) let's see so um the treats are usually a combination of fruit dried fruit um nuts candied jelly fruit a sweet olive oil and orange blossom infused flatbread which i was like oh that sounds very nice that does and then various kinds of biscuits and tarts i Mm -hmm. like candied and jelly fruit but that stuff gets stuck in my teeth so that's probably the betrayer that's you think so (laughs) okay okay i can see it i can see it and then do you want to go Germany or Australia next? Yeah, let's do Germany. All right. All right. So Germany has St. Nicholas Day, which is not technically Christmas. It's uh, December 5th, but it's a very special night. So in Germany, children will place a freshly polished pair of shoes in front of their bedroom doors, hoping that St. Nicholas will visit. Um, if they've been good, they will get a little present in their shoe, which is uh, chocolate, fruit, or a bag of gummy bears. So hold on. They got to do a shoe shine? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Those shoes got to be shining. Um, but if it's bad, they get cold. So. What, okay. So what makes them get cold? If, they're shine, if their shoes aren't out there? Or if, if it's not a good enough shine? bad. Yeah. So I got to <laughs> shine my shoes and put them outside. Now, the thing is. Am I shining them for me or shining them for him? Is he going to wear them? <laughs> These are too many questions. Aren't you? It, it is. It know. is. I'm, I'm going to need some of these German uh, listeners to, you know, just tell me a little bit more about this shoe shining uh, <laughs> racket y'all got going on. <laughs> I guess it's one way to get your children to make sure their shoes are clean. Right? Okay. So, guys, the only thing left is Australia. Yes. So Australia is the land down under where the seasons are opposite to where we are in America. Um, The Australians celebrate their Christmas on December 25th, but when they do, it's actually during their summer vacation. 
this always like I know it intellectually, but also like it blows my mind. Also, like just the idea that the the whole seasons are just flipped. It's fine. All right. See, this is how um, I could chase the sun, though. This is how I go. could chase. There you go. Yeah. Sun. Um. So in Australia, they celebrate uh, with a really popular event called Carols by Candlelight. So uh, people get together and they at night they light candles and they sing Christmas carols outside. Um, and they actually, this is like a huge outdoor concert that is like broadcast and it's at like one of their huge venues. So, and it's been going on since like 1938. It's, wow. like, yeah, so it's a long time coming, uh, which I thought was really nice. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, it literally is the tradition of caroling to have like yeah. a candle. So, I mean, it's cute. I like it. I like that one. I like this thing. So I'm okay with that. Now that we've shed a little light on others, we're going to turn that spotlight on us and start with Eva's traditions. Yes. Uh, so in my family growing up, we always open a gift on Christmas Eve. And usually clothes are included in that bevy of gifts, which mm-hmm. I didn't really always understand. Because, you know, as a teenager, like, why do I always get socks? Like, I would like, love some socks. <laughs> I love socks now. Like, give me socks. <laughs> um, well, in Iceland, where my mom is from, there's a legend of the Yule or Christmas cat, which is a monstrous feline stalking the entire countryside, looking for those children that aren't wearing new clothes on Christmas Eve, because he will eat them. <laughs> now, does this not sound like a tactic more to be like, see, mommy, you have to get me new clothes or the cat is well, going to be... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need those fresh Jordans or the Hello. cat's gonna get me like <laughs> so in my family we also we play cards on Christmas mm-hmm. morning it's not really like a Christmas tradition it's just something we end up doing yeah all right so uh heading over to me guys when I was a kid we would just get up in like the middle of the night it didn't have to be definitely on Christmas or the night or Christmas Eve. It was just like during that week, we would get up in the middle of the night and head to a local diner and we would just sit back and joke and talk and eat. And one of the funniest parts is like my dad would always get like a runny egg and I hate eggs. And my mom, you know, she's so-so about them. But what would make it uh, really funny is my dad will always get a runny egg. And we're all sitting there talking and whatever. And then you look over and he's breaking into this egg and it just would like stop the conversation. And it's just so cringy because he would like mix it with his hash brown. (laughs) So it's just like, ah. But the way we would cringe was just hilarious. Now, um, as I'm older, I really don't have traditions per se, but we try more to like cherish each other more. We try to, you know, if we see something we want for the other person, we'll just go ahead and get it instead of waiting for a certain day to show our appreciation. We want to let them know, you know, hey, I saw this. I was thinking of you. Here you go. We really don't wait for Christmas that much anymore because you just never know. So coming back to appreciating everyone, we want to start with saying Thank you to everyone who has helped support us this year. Um, As you guys know, this is going to be our last episode of the regular show for 2021. And this year has just been wonderful with um, 
helping get our audience up. We hope that you guys will follow us into the new year for our season two, which will be starting February 20th, 2022. And don't worry, up until that time, we do have some small surprises coming your way so you won't be able to forget us. All right. Now, we would love for you to share some of your traditions with us by using our hashtag DYSTM at YallPod on Twitter, or let us know what what you would put on your limitless Christmas list by reaching out on Facebook at Do Y'all See This? We would love to see some of your holiday movies on our Instagram at Do Y'all See This Pod, all one word, no spaces. If you have suggestions for future moments, questions, or just want to give us great feedback, which is really the only kind we accept, especially at this time of the year, reach out to us at doyallseethispod at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate and review us wherever you listen. All five stars. Thank you in advance. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch up with you next time. Thanks. Bye. Bye.